Hey, how old is the old guard? <laughs> uh, very old. Ah, yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> but, <laughs> like, how old, though? Whew, too old. Okay, so, like, chronologically, though, like, when, when did it, like, how old is it, though? Uh, many, many moons. So if you were going to, like, you know about moons and time, so how many of them, though, how old is it? You know, the things the, things the old guard has seen, you know, it, it's, it's too much for any one person. Oh, hey, it came out this year. Fuck! Three, two, one, Carlton. Mm. It's a classic if you give a mouse a cookie problem. Classic. Never read that book. No, I think it's about trickle-down economics. <laughs> if you give a mouse a cookie, he becomes dependent. <laughs> that, that's honestly the point of the book. Is it? Wait, it is, though. No, Bond's yep. right. It 100% oh, is. No. It's like, if you give him a mouse a cookie, he's going to want a glass of milk to go with it. And if you give him yeah. a, a glass of milk, he's going to want a whole fucking like, debit card with money on it every month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a bullshit book. Oh, that yeah, sucks. no kidding. <clears throat> Jeez, I never thought about that's, that. Thank you. Yeah, then there's Give a Moose a Muffin. Like, yeah, the there was like a whole bunch of those. That one's yeah. awesome, though, because it's like, if you give him, that one's just one page. It's a poster book, and it's just, if you give a Moose a Muffin, he'll give you a rim job. <laughs> and that's it. That was the whole thing. They got some fierce tongues. <laughs> oh. What does a moose's tongue look like, David? Fierce. Do you want me to describe it, how it feels, or what it looks like? Ooh, uh, both, please. Looks like I can imagine the feels. We can get into the mouth feel after. Right. Okay, so uh, my the mouth feel, feel or of a their tongue. mouth feel. Yeah. <laughs> their uh, mouth's feeling along moose tongue you. have you ever been on the uh you know what used to be called camp snoopy yeah uh you <laughs> know that ride nurse. where you get in a fake log and you go down uh go down the, like a waterfall yeah uh-huh yeah, uh-huh, yeah. uh-huh. Uh, I Which is I just wanted to make snoopy. sure that you had gone on that ride i like that ride a lot a moose tongue looks a lot like a cat tongue <laughs> Welcome to Contextual Deviance. My name is Christian Hagen. Uh, each episode, we watch a movie and then we talk about it through a series of randomly generated critical contexts given to us via our contextual computer. Uh, wow. I Sometimes I like the choice to launch straight into something after David says something <laughs> wild, but this time it's like it's hard for me to, to keep letting the words out. Um Joining me as always on this adventure of learning and discovery and fun are my dear friends and co-hosts, Matthew Bond. Hello. And David Gutchy. <laughs> this week, as ever, we are discussing a movie, as I'm sure you could have guessed by now, and the movie we're talking about this time is a 2020 release. We're going brand newsies with this one. Uh, it it's newsies. Is, it was... It's, it's yeah. Newsies. Sorry, everybody. We're doing 2020's Newsies. <laughs> x extra, x extra. x No, we are doing uh, the Netflix original film, The Old Guard, uh, starring Charlize Theron, Chiwetel Ejiofor, uh, Dudley from Harry Potter, <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah, I mean, and some other folks. You really named the two that anyone knows. So yeah. <laughs> after that, you're yeah. like, yeah, and there's some other movies. Some other uh, movies are in this movie. <laughs> some other movies are in this movie. Uh, I think they reference other movies probably at least once. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure they do. I'm sure. <laughs> it's a rule in Hollywood, I think. 
Um, we're in a we're in an interesting headspace this evening yeah. <laughs> so far. Um, uh, okay, but uh, the old guard uh, is based on a series of comic books, uh, a comic book series, one might say, uh, about a, about a group of immortal sort of warriors from throughout history who are alive today and they like fight for what's right <clears throat> and then then like one of them they find a new person a new immortal person who has their immortal powers but then one of the immortal people no longer has their immortal powers and they can't be immortal anymore <laughs> and uh i'm describing it in uh in a voice that you know i assume was in the pitch meeting yeah and first there's and an axe honestly, and then they got guns it sounds a lot like if my friend's 12 year old younger brother told me about the plot of this movie which is a perfect <laughs> perfect tone for we did a movie based on a series of comic books by greg rucka like that's yeah. perfect who then wrote the screenplay surprisingly yeah which is cool um, i mean you get that synergy baby I'm gonna be I'm gonna be plainly honest with you, yes. and I know we don't do the whole like good bad sort of thing. I enjoyed this movie a lot more than I was expecting to. I hated it because it was exactly what I didn't expect. I wanted it to be about two people protecting a palace. One of them was young, one of them was old, and I <laughs> wanted it to be about the old one. But instead, Charlie's Theron was there, and there weren't even any palaces. So I don't really so like the lighthouse, but with guards. Yeah, I think See, I, this movie really overpromised and underdelivered. <laughs> See, I was thinking it was going to be a Logan-style sequel to the Brendan Gleeson movie, The Guard. <laughs> the action comedy starring Brendan Gleeson and uh, Don Cheadle that nobody seems to remember but me. Mm. Uh, it's a great fucking movie. Uh, this anyway. is, is going to be one for all the, uh, all the hoop heads out there, but I also thought it was going to be about Gary Payton. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. We're just like, that we're pause just was so delicious. Oh my god! <laughs> I didn't know. I was like, "What do I even say? What do I even do? How do we keep going? <laughs> How do any of us keep going? So do um, all who live to see such times." <laughs> god damn it. Uh, you know how just how to get to my heart, David Gudgy. Um, did we have anything else we wanted to say about the old guard before we get into our usual nonsense? I will say, yeah, like, it's fine. To, to be sorry, were you going to say something, Bon? Oh, I said it. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, that it's was fine. your review of it, and I agree. I went in knowing almost nothing, which was a very enjoyable way to go in. I didn't Honestly, even know same. it was about immortal people. Like oh, that, I, I didn't. I some I decided when when we decided to do this movie. Bond said it was fine, and I was like, "All right, <laughs> I'm just gonna." I know Charlize is in it. That is literally all I knew about it, and she wore sunglasses because I saw the promo artwork. But otherwise, I didn't even know it was going to be about that. And so it was a little bit exciting to learn about the rules and the world of that. But it it wasn't as twisty as maybe it could have been in terms of yeah. my enjoyment of its big reveals. But that's yeah. all I have to say is I went in with zero expectations counter to my fake complaint about how it wasn't about an old guy protecting a palace. <laughs> See, I don't know why, but I, I guess I kind of assumed it was going to be kind of like, what was that movie um, from last year with Ben Affleck and Pedro Pascal and uh, Charlie Hunnam and Jiggly. Oh, uh, triple Giggly. something. Triple Frontier. Yeah, Triple Frontier. Uh, which was a movie that I was like, Oh, it looks really slick, and it's incredibly boring, and all of the mm. main characters are the worst. Um, right. <clears throat> but uh, thankfully, it wasn't that. Which yeah, it's uh, mostly not boring. It's mostly not boring, <laughs> and the characters, <laughs> at least a, a few of them, seem nice, which yeah. is good. And, yeah, there's it's always nice. There's definitely some very good stuff in it. <laughs> there's people to root for, which is always a plus. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, enough of that. Nonsense, because that's not what our show's about. Ah. We don't care if we like things. Ah. Yeah, that's not important. We've, we've explicitly done this for movies we definitely didn't like. <laughs> uh, I think we all, overall, like at least enjoyed this movie. Yeah, or at least there was fun. There was yeah. definitely fun to be had. I had a fun. Yeah. You had a fun, good. Well, folks, I think we should do our first context, boyos. Yes. Yes, please. 
All right, jeez. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. You yes, please. Asshole. Give me context, please. Drag, dragging this shit off. Been waiting at this dinner table for a half an hour, pounding my knife and fork like a cartoon wolf. I am ready. Oh, okay, guys. Context number one. Is this Lord of the Rings? (laughs) (laughs) So, (laughs) this one might be the closest on the surface to any movie we've done so far for this context. Yeah. Yeah. At least in terms of just weaponry. (laughs) There's like swords and axes and shit. And there is an axe. There is a bunch of swords. There are guns, though. And as we know... There are guns, though. (laughs) Guns are points for a movie being breaking bad... Or not breaking bad. (laughs) Die Hard. (laughs) Guns are points towards Die Hard, but guns are points away from Lord of the Rings. That's true. So that's yeah, a that's tough true. one. I well, think they are they not just modern that. arrows? Ooh, yeah, they're just ooh. modern arrows. Yeah, they're all Legolas in this one. <laughs> <laughs> they're all uh, Legolas. Yep, that's what. Well, it is. okay. So, well, here's here's what we got. We got a fellowship. Yeah, we do. It's not nine mm-hmm. people, but it's or however many there were in the original. I thought yeah. it was nine. Yeah, uh, yeah it's I nine. always think of it like the Supreme Court. <laughs> 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 Ruth Bader Ginsburg oh. is the Frodo, obviously. Mm, yeah. Uh, Brett Kavanaugh's the Boromir. He likes to be wow. really antsy with people who don't want him to be. Oh, okay. You know what? I take <laughs> I cancel everything. Uh, he creeps is, up on somebody and reaches out on their whole business, and they don't yeah. want him to, and he keeps coming after them, and they, he won't take no for an and answer. And he cries like a baby. And he cries like a baby. <laughs> wow. Okay, I'm starting to come around to this. Wow. But I he mean, dies a hero, though. But yeah. Okay, he dies a hero, <laughs> but let's just pretend. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that would mean Brett Kavanaugh um, did die, and that would be good, I think. Yeah. yeah. The other problem is that it implies that Brett Kavanaugh isn't in any way good at anything. Or at least Boromir yeah. could swing us. Yeah. Boromir well, could swing I, us. I forward, cannot you know. believe that Brett Kavanaugh's dad likes him more than Brett Kavanaugh's brother. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't you remember that whole thing about his dad keeping the calendars and like <laughs> oh, how shit. much he loved going through his dad's whole calendars? And then his dad was literally behind him as he was talking about Jeez. it because he's still alive. Oh, my God. <laughs> he's like getting choked up talking about his dad's calendars. And it's like he just. He's right fucking there. He's right there. Oh, oh, fuck. Fuck you, Brett Kavanaugh. Anyway, yeah. that's a weird turn for this to take, but is the old guard the Lord of the Rings? So we've got a fellowship. <laughs> yes, okay, so specifically, can we, of the fellowship, find yeah. representatives? Because I think absolutely. Up until yeah. about halfway through the movie, I was not sure who all of Andy's friends were as characters. Mm-hmm. Like, the first half of the movie, at least the first act, does not do a lot of good establishing who the people are. Uh, yeah. And then about halfway through, they start to for some reason. And they start to like give them lines and give them personalities. And I was like, oh, this is nice. Who let like, this happen? Yeah, I know. It's almost like somebody else took over. Like, like the, the scriptwriter shift was up and they were like, oh, clocking out. And the boring one left and an interesting one came in. Specifically the moment when... Okay, I gotta look up their names uh, because again, they I was actually just looking up their names now. Um, so okay, so here are the four. Here, here, yeah. here are the four at the yeah. start. Mm-hmm. We got Andy. It doesn't say her full name on IMDb, which is really frustrating. Andromache the Scythian. <laughs> thank you, thank you very much for that. Actually, that was a lovely line reading. Uh, then we've got Booker, uh, who's from the War of eighteen twelve. Doesn't say which side he fought on, but I'm gonna guess America. He said he died fighting with Napoleon, or or fighting. Napoleon. Oh yeah. I don't remember. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> he said he, said the he name died fighting Napoleon. with Napoleon, but yeah. did he mean he was fighting mm. like Napoleon killed him? Oh, or? Yeah, I, yeah, he was fighting. <laughs> that's <laughs> I was thinking. I was like, did Napoleon actually <laughs> fight in the War of eighteen twelve? Uh, I don't fucking know. Um, oh, that's good. So we got Joe, and we've got Nikki. Yep. These classic ancient warrior names. Oh my God, um, yeah, Andy, Andy Booker, Joe, and Nikki. Just like Andy, I'm sure that they had they were based on some other name and they shortened it. But they didn't yeah, say I was weird, which is a missed that's, opportunity. That's what weird, yeah, that's what's mm-hmm. weird to me. Is like why did why is Andy the only one who gets like a full yeah. name? Yeah. One of many, I think, missed opportunities about this ensemble cast dynamic that could have been a lot like the Fast and the Furious, but wasn't. Uh it kind of is like the Fast and the Furious. I didn't yeah. even think about no, that. No, it totally is. It's just not as interesting. <laughs> um, <laughs> Nikki and Joe, specifically, when they get kidnapped, mm-hmm. they turn into Mary and Pippin, like, on a dime. Mm. They all of a sudden become funny. 
and they weren't funny. They didn't say a funny thing up until halfway through the movie. And then all of a sudden they're just dicking with the guards and they're making jokes. And I was like, wait, what? They have personalities? Oh, that's fun. So they became the yeah. and Pippin, but not at the beginning. They didn't have a lot of lines early on. Although I would say I would say that they're more like a Legolas and Gimli. Okay, yeah, I guess you're right. Specifically, come from uh, contradicting cultures. They specifically Ooh. fought against each other in the Crusades. Oh, oh that's good. Uh, that's but fair. then they came together and became friends. Mm-hmm. It's possible that they've evolved from uh, the Legolas <laughs> and Gimli to the Marian Pippin. Yeah. Actually, I would argue that yes, they are a yeah, hybrid for sure. <clears throat> Yeah, <laughs> because at first they were the Legolas and Gimli, and now I think they are—they stopped taking themselves so seriously. Maybe they are the Legolas and Gimli in a hundred years after the Return of the King, where they're just like yeah. old assholes, just kind of poking fun at each other all the time. Old assholes, <laughs> the old guard asshole. <laughs> Not the same as it used to be. Too loose. <laughs> Uh, so Booker, I guess, would be Boromir. I guess he would be Boromir. Yeah, yeah. he would yeah. be Boromir. Yeah, because he betrays yeah. and he has that beard that's like Boromir's beard, and his name starts. It with is very B. similar. That's true, <laughs> <laughs> and ends in R. Practicing <gasps> <Yeah. laughs> wide open. This is definitely Lord of the Rings. What a gas! And the middle um, part of his name is Uki, which is how I felt <laughs> when Boromir looked at Frodo. <laughs> God damn it. That seals the deal. It's confirmed. The the seal of the deal. Yuck. Okay, so Andy, I guess, would have to be uh, uh, Aragorn then, right? Yeah. Oh, and she's She's so Aragorn. That's so Aragorn. But just like Nikki and Joe are kind of Hang on, hang on, hang on. (laughs) Yeah. This fall on ABC. Yeah, we got to explore this little nugget. That's so Aragorn. That's so Aragorn. (laughs) I think he uh, his signature moves include putting out candles with his fingers, wearing mm-hmm. dirty clothes, and mm-hmm. having a dirty face. Mm-hmm. I feel like they would ha- yeah every episode they'd have to come up for any- come up with an excuse for him to put out a candle with his fingers. <laughs> it's like his catchphrase. <laughs> they put it on T-shirts. <laughs> Just a picture of his fingers over a candle. <laughs> his catchphrase is putting out a candle. With his <laughs> And he says the words, putting out a candle. <laughs> <laughs> or he just says, <laughs> he makes the noise for the candle. Oh, no. um, wow. It's, that, that's from uh, his, <laughs> never mind, I was going to go into a whole other tangent. Uh, let's stay with, let's stay with Aragorn. Yeah, so you were saying uh, he would be a hybrid, or Andy would be a hybrid. Yeah, so she yeah. would be... Gandalf saying, like, both Aragorn, Aragorn, I think. Oh, Gandalf and Aragorn. Okay, yeah. I was thinking maybe Frodo and Aragorn. Gandalf and Aragorn does kind of make sense because she does She's lead. the Gandalf. Like, she's been around forever. She's trying to help, yeah. and she's the one that ropes Frodo, Nile, into this quest mm-hmm. business. Yeah, Nile's definitely Frodo. Really? Because I thought she was more of a Samwise because she comes and helps. Maybe she's both. Uh, Just the like, people that are... Yeah, <laughs> she could, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, we, are okay. com- we are yeah. compressing yeah, uh, the whole fellowship. Yeah. That would make sense. Oh, I love this. Okay, <laughs> I love how everyone is two people. This is really fun. Yeah. Well, it's like you said. Like, it is true that from there is a bit of a tonal shift from how the characters interact with each other at the beginning to how they end up sure, interacting yeah. with each other later on. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially when they get to the safe house and they're kind of like doing their whole family dynamic thing, mm-hmm. um, which I kind of appreciated. Excuse me, family dynamic thing. Mm, um, there it is. <clears throat> uh, but. Uh, yeah, so I think it's totally fair to say that they might have that you know they contain multitudes, <laughs> and it's not like I mean, it's not like Tolkien's characters had that much going on anyway. Ooh. You can you can stack a couple of them together and make a character. Got him. I'm not saying that. Well, I am, but let's yeah. not get into it anymore. <laughs> right. Yeah. This context is not is the old guard Lord of the Rings and is Lord of the Rings good. Right. <laughs> <It's not> the- <laughs> But so, okay, so we've got the fellowship down. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Wait, we, did we cover the whole fellowship? Oh, you know, I was also thinking... Wait, we did. Another, we did, yeah. We did, but yeah, I was thinking yeah. an alternative Gandalf could be Chuetel Ejiofor at the end of the mm. movie. He's more of a Gollum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I said that is not knowing where it's going to go. But let's let's unpack this. Uh, let's is, have an unboxing video really quick. It's to- I'm torn between him and and Dudley being the guy. Who's Dudley? 
The guy who oh. played Dudley in Harry Potter. I can't oh. his character's name. <laughs> Sorry. You mean Merrick. Mr. Merrick. Right? Yeah. Mr. Merrick. Mr. Um, Merrick. The Screlly of the movie. Uh, the, the Martin Screlly of the movie. He's, yeah, that is exactly what he is. Honestly, so good. Yeah. He, I thought he was fantastic. Yeah, he was, so, I think his performance was my favorite in this movie. He's having he's having a lot of fun he being sure a bad is, guy. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd say because he's got this sort of like constantly chasing after the mm. goal, the ring being their DNA, I guess. Um, yeah, and his uh, precious and their body parts uh, and other <laughs> other accoutrement. Um, uh, and he's also just kind of like sniveling and kind of always lurking. Mm-hmm. But he's like, also a representative right. of again. He is a hybrid, an amalgamation. Uh, he is also Sauron because he represents Big Pharma, like one of the mm-hmm. most giant industries that could Big exist. Pharma, Sauron, uh, Big Sauroma. <laughs> <laughs> he honestly is more like a Sauron than anything. Now that I think about it, he's uh, less like a yeah. Gollum and less like a Sauron and more like a Sauron. I'm starting to like him as Gollum though because he does die in a very similar manner. That's he true, does. That's good, yeah. Yeah. He, he does fall and he he's sort of clutching his version of the ring because he's he's holding the body of one of these immortal people that he's been trying to catch this whole time. He's Gollum. So it's kind of this he's finally gotten yeah. his hands on her, but oh, then, you know, it yeah. dies. So Aww. he he uh yeah. Yeah, Merrick being Gollum and being Saruman works pretty well. I like that. Yeah. That's fun. So I guess Chuetelechifor would be... What, what was the name of that king from Rohan? Theoden? Uh, like, yeah. Theoden, the one okay. who's like all okay. like dumb yes. and shitty at first. Because as soon as he, gets, he figures his shit out, wow. he's like super helpful. His mind yeah. was poisoned by the villain. Yeah. Like he was let oh on. Oh my god. Yeah. So I Merrick like is also Wormtongue. <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you got it. Okay. Got no. It. Or, no. Or maybe, or maybe Wormtongue is that like other scientist lady? Mm, sure. Um, who? <laughs> yeah. I I really like Copley as Theoden. That's perfect. Copley. Thank mm-hmm. you for thank you. That's actually a. Uh, it's a fewer syllables certainly. <laughs> Just calling him Copley. Yeah, and I remember it because it it means like a cop. <laughs> How, how did he enter the room? Copley. Copley. And we the, the fucking tour. <laughs> Omi, what kind of dog is that? It's an authoritarian air. <laughs> no. Uh, um, okay, all right. We've spent a long time on this, but I think I'm comfortable saying that we watched The Lord of the Rings this time. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, we've only... talked mostly about the characters. We haven't really gone into the like the arc of the story, uh, but we also don't have all night. Yeah, and the, <laughs> I mean, the we'll talk about the characters. Is, we did kind of go through what the yeah, it's true. arc of the story is like it's a one to one with the characters. They're all there. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, there's the cat, the getting of the the new person. There's the sort of bring. The, there's a quest, like you said, the death of Gollum is the same. Yes. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's 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 a story. Yeah. It counts. <laughs> There's a arc. There are some acts. There's rising action. I think it's Lord of the Rings. <laughs> there's literally falling action. Yeah. yeah. Hey. Um, hey. Um, okay. All right. Do we want to move on to another context? Sure, dog. All right. Uh, <laughs> Marxist economics. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I actually think there's a fair amount to say about this one because there is. There's a weird conflict that i felt the whole time between are they like why are they so poor because they're like Mm. basically this private paramilitary outfit at this point who can do like pretty much anything because they can't be killed uh and we even see them like they keep referring to jobs or like oh what is the new job or we don't do you know so so it's clearly a thing they've been doing but they live in this like really shitty old house with yeah. no soundproofing um, like, like it complete. can look drab and shitty on the outside but if you're gonna have like planes flying overhead constantly yeah. why are you not soundproofing it on the inside um, if I mean you've got I, money I did get the impression that that was because they I this is a assumption but it seems to me like maybe they have a lot of places like that 
Were they? Were they? Yeah, that's. But but again, it's still true. (laughs) They still went to this one, and it sucked. So right. I mean, there's also the there's also the the point that like, sort of what the movie sort of posits is that they are a net good for humanity Mm. because they fight fights on behalf of like the right causes whatever yeah um so like maybe it's possible that they don't the jobs that they take aren't as lucrative but like you gotta imagine that if they wanted to they could fetch any amount of money really from any military on earth and could have been doing so for hundreds of years um and yet they just seem to be like homeless people sometimes <laughs> like sometimes it just seems like like they're living off like a fucking can of beans like i don't know it's it's kind of it's kind of wild yeah okay i got you i got you i think i think you're onto something here and i have just the quote to prove it mm. if we have chosen the position in life in which we can most of all work for mankind no burdens can bow us down because they are sacrifices for the benefit of all then we shall experience no petty, limited, selfish joy. But our happiness will belong to millions. Our deeds will live on quietly, but perpetually at work. And over our ashes will be shed the hot tears of noble people. Uh, I don't see how that applies. I just, <laughs> I don't actually, I don't, I don't that don't that's every note. <laughs> it, uh, so let's see, that was uh, Mel Brooks? Was yeah. That? Was that... Uh, that was actually Brad Pitt from Tribulation Pitt? Force or whatever that movie was Tribulation Force was the subtitle of one of the Left Behind books, I believe. Oh, that's what it was. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I remember shelving it. Oh, um, shit, it was. Tim LaHaye and Jerry B. Jenkins. Thank you so much for your gifts. Uh, so, so good pull on that, I guess. <laughs> yeah, nice, David, um, nice. Uh, that's, no, but that's like the first time someone's brought a relevant quote to yeah. this podcast before, yeah. and I'm, I'm, kind of, I'm kind of blown away. Um, uh, I don't like it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm scared. Do you want me to so, read seven more? Just kidding. But really, so, it's like a, the the main idea of their philosophy is not, you know, let's empower the people to do this for themselves, which might mm-hmm. be more Marxist. But it is, right. we're going to do the little things to make the world better, even if we don't get, you know, a huge payout for it. It's about what's yeah. important. And yeah. I think that is that is absolutely embodied in the old guard. Yeah, like they they make a point of them helping people pays dividends like that mm-hmm. go ripple throughout generations. Yeah, the yeah. the like lady that patches her up too. Like, there's a very local mm-hmm. example of that where the, she goes yeah. to the back room and she's like, "Hey, I fixed your shoulder. Tomorrow you help somebody up off the street. We're not meant to be alone." I really like that. That's scene, an anarchist honestly. right yeah. there, baby. That's a that's yeah. a good scene. Um, that's a very good scene. The uh, yeah, because I mean, and, and and what is their philosophy of like we for whatever random reason can't be killed? Uh, so you know, to each according to his means. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, that's what that's what you do. You know, that's that's your function. It's you know, it's what what you can do to maximize good with your abilities, and they're doing it. Interesting. So that's good. Yeah, it is good. Huh. Yeah, it, it all it all has a very I don't think this movie has much explicit to say about whether or not it's a bad idea to try to make money. I don't know, it seems pretty cynical about the profit motive. Yeah. Like every time every time Merrick brings it up, it's very clearly even the people within yeah. his orbit who are helping him are kinda like well, mostly Chuadelegivore. In fact, entirely Copley is just like, Hey, this isn't about the profit. I thought this was about helping people. And he's like, Nah. Well, that's a, that's actually a really <laughs> yeah. good point. Yeah, that distinguishes Copley from Merrick and the scientist that's trying to do all of the experiments because they are both like I'm going to get a Nobel Peace Prize. I'm going to get a bunch of awards and money. Like, they literally say that after yeah. they they cut the person. They cut Joe, I think, and then he heals up. They're like, this smells like money. And it's like, oh, shit. Okay. And constantly talking about his competitors and stuff when it's like... Yeah, that's a good point. It, his goal is... he His rhetoric is constantly about helping mankind to survive longer, and he's constantly talking about his competitors mm, yeah. in a way that it's like, so you don't actually want to do that unless you can get rich off of it. Right. That's a good like, point. 
<clears throat> yeah, so it's pretty anti-capitalist in that to, way. Yeah, yeah, I think, and and they don't go into this, but I do kind of feel like it has a more their their group at least has a more um, sort of laissez-faire attitude about nations in general. Um, being, you know, they seem to be caring more about warriors as a class unto themselves, yeah. like regardless of nation or place of birth. It's more just like, if you're one of these immortal people and you're a warrior, you are one of the good guys. It doesn't really <laughs> matter where you're from. They'll get, they'll figure it out. <laughs> you, yeah. And then once you become one of those immortal people, you no longer are a part of the country that you're from. Like she isn't American yeah. pretty much anymore. It's right. like, she's not... You know, they're they're they all have lived long enough that they've seen nations rise and fall, and they can't. You know, they they have hmm. sort of. A, it seems like they have more. I think a part of it is because at the beginning I was a little worried that they were going to be going for sort of a jingoistic angle when Copley was coming in and having them take on this uh, rescue mission. Yeah, I know. Uh, in a way that sounded like almost too good. Where in a way it's like, yeah, I don't know that like some ex CIA dude. It's just going to be like for the greater good. Let's get these people yeah, in here. I know. Um, I'm and glad then later it was not when, that. Yeah, yeah, I was glad about that too. And then later when they um, take uh, Niall from her base, she has to beat up a couple just random American soldiers. And like, there's a lot of conflict with the U.S. military uh, for a minute there. Um, so it's not explicitly like pro-American war propaganda not even really pro military propaganda at all it seems like they all kind of hate doing it <laughs> or not that they hate doing it or they hate that they have to do it yeah. i don't know they seem ambivalent about it yeah is it which yeah mm. well and i think it's and i i could be wrong but i seem to feel like marxism in general is more about uh international class than about yeah. uh you know intranational identity hmm. yeah that, i actually don't know as much about that uh that would be interesting to explore Ooh, not all of us can pull out the fucking marx quotes in yeah, the middle exactly. of a podcast recording david <laughs> <laughs> i just knew that he said like a lot about doing things for the greater good <laughs> i was like okay i can i can find something and yeah. sure enough there was something and you found the right exact thing yeah, yeah baby we probably should have stopped when you did that, but just had to, keep going to fill time. <laughs> well, it almost sounded exactly like a line from the movie. Like it just, at first, I yeah. thought it, I thought you were quoting the movie, and then you kept going. I was like, "Oh, this is a different thing." Yeah, no, I, every line of that quote is like, "Oh yeah, no, this is this is just their philosophy." The, yeah. This is just describing their whole thing. Yeah, I think uh, the, I like. the means of getting there is very different because they believe that yeah. it's like they're kind of operating on this different plane. And that's what I think is maybe not as Marxist about this movie is they're saying that like they're explicitly off the grid and they're like mm-hmm. working almost as like demigods or angels or something to try to like make good things happen without anybody noticing, but not at all rallying the people. Like they're doing the opposite True. of rallying the people. <laughs> they're just trying to keep people from dying and make some good happen. But they are not True. trying to change a mass of humanity. Well, and we haven't even brought up the the other immortal person who was trapped at the bottom of the ocean. I mean, that I, whole story. That's my favorite oh, character. <laughs> Put her in a fucking coffin at the bottom of the ocean. Okay, now that you've brought that up, I feel like yeah. it's very important for me to say something because maybe it won't come up, and I just it's it's bugged me. Okay. So they're all haunted by this story of mm-hmm. oh yeah my witch girlfriend she got put at the bottom of the ocean by some scared folks uh and that sucks for five yeah we years. all remember the story from yeah. it. <laughs> you know it's not <laughs> just great. as they told it. it sucks it's not great but everybody told it except andy in a very very rehearsed way which was nice and then at the same time they all vividly remember that or have just learned about it but multiple times multiple characters say what are they gonna do kill me like like no one can hurt them and i'm just like hey or they could put you in a fucking iron thing and put you at the bottom like they they absolutely can do something that you will not like like what are you talking about what are they gonna do that they're gonna do that like i don't get it i don't get why they're not afraid of that 
Anyway, that's yeah. all. Yeah, yeah, it's incredibly Marxist. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's do it. Please, yes, time. cut it, cut it. That's perfect. <laughs> uh, what if it was a romantic comedy or romantic Ooh. tragedy? Let's go with comedy. Yes. That seems more fun. This movie needs a little levity. Yeah, sure. for sure. What if the old guard was a romantic comedy? <laughs> Oh, boy. Um, There are... uh, I I, I will just put it out there that I think that the scene uh, or that speech that uh, Joe gives about him and Nikki I thought was, like, really, really well done. Yeah. Um, I thought that was very moving. Um, But there are already a couple, so it's kind of like, how many romantic comedies are about, like, a couple that's getting along just fine? Right. Yeah. It sounds but, like you could make an amazing romantic comedy about the way that they met. Yes. Yes. So hilarious. The Crusades, nothing funnier. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There's something about the idea of them killing each other multiple yeah. times. Yeah, they yeah. said they did. Like, they do it it's as like a bit. How, They're like, oh, we yeah. killed each other over and over, man. What a world. How, like, how many times? Like, how many times did it go before you were like, wait a minute, wait a minute, yeah. wait a minute. This I'm doesn't seem to be working. I'm intrigued. Like, how, yeah, how many times? <laughs> It's like so slapsticky. It's like stab, fall over. Ha ha! I did it. Oh no, you're awake. Stab, fall over. Ha ha! I did it. It's oh, now like, you're right. Oh. Do you think it was a Mister and Mister Smith situation where they <laughs> fought and fought and fought, and then yeah. like they died on top of each other once, and then they were like, they just wait, it just yeah, feels good from there. Wait, yeah. Kill, yeah. kill me with that dick now. And then okay, again. Of yeah. good romantic comedy. Yeah, so, yeah. so, yeah, yeah. so if I'd, watch that, I'd rather watch this. A prequel, we, it could be the less old guard. <laughs> or just the guard. <laughs> the now guard. The now guard. <laughs> now that's what I call guard. 1812. Uh. <laughs> Um, but if we had to turn this movie into a romantic comedy, that's a little bit trickier. Yes. yes. So here's, I have an idea, but I want to hear, I want to hear from you guys first. Okay. Uh, mm. Are there any pairings in particular mm. that you think, I mean, and how they would play out within this kind of yeah. like American and the nurse? Hmm? Merrick and the nurse. <laughs> Ooh, Merrick and the nurse can be fun. I was gonna say, it's like, she's a doctor. It's like, she's not evil, a nurse. It's like evil love and other, <laughs> love and other drugs. <laughs> oh wow, that is a very big twist on what this movie is about. But I'm intrigued. <laughs> I'm intrigued. I think Merrick and the axe, uh, <laughs> because he really, you looked at that thing like you wanted to just have it, the whole thing inside of him. Oh, uh, yeah. uh, to play. Devil's Advocate a little bit here, though. I will say that if they kept the movie exactly as it is, except every time they cut to a scene of Merrick and that doctor, it's, like, fully a romantic comedy, will they, won't they, between the two of them. <laughs> and then they cut back to the rest of the old guard and, like, all the other shit that's happening. Super tonally that, dissonant. Yes. Super to- I would actually probably love that. Yeah, that's yeah. a really good joke. Yes. Wow. Because I, I never, like, to be fair... The villain of this movie was not the reason it was good. Like, no, no. The, there was no actual terror or threat from Merrick. Like, might as well turn him into a joke. Like, let's do that. Because yeah, you can still represent did, like, a greedy guy and be a joke. I love that. Yeah. 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 Uh, how about you, Bon? You got any, any in particular? No. No, Merrick and the Doctor was pretty Yeah, Merrick and the Doctor was good. Oh, that's right. You said Merrick and the Doctor. That's the good one. Who said it? Yeah. <laughs> It is a good one. How about you, David? Yeah. Boy, you got me. I mean, I definitely when when I was watching this movie and thinking, I thought I don't know why. Maybe it's because I was trying to draw connections, but I thought that she and Booker, uh, Andy and Booker, had like some tension, mm. uh, sexual or romantic. Uh, mm-hmm. But perhaps that was just me assuming that there was going to be heteronormative pairing off. Uh, which I learned was, you know, probably not the case. And now, now I'm like, oh, again, I want it to be a prequel because I want it to be about Andy and the <laughs> the Iron Coffin lady because they definitely <laughs> fucked. And uh, which is either Quinn, Quinn, Keen, or Gin. <laughs> I heard somebody say at one point. Yeah, I, I think it's yeah, Quinn. Quinn, Quinn or Queen, not Queen, probably. 
But yeah, it's hard to know what her name actually was. But we're going to call her the Iron Lung. <laughs> I'll stick with that. That's she yeah. died doing what she loved. <laughs> Dying. <laughs> and then... Over and over and over. God, get you a woman who can do both. Get you um, a woman. Die and die. Die and die. Wow. Not good. Not good. Um, uh, I was thinking... It could be fun to have like a missed connection style romantic comedy uh, where uh, about about Andy and Niall, where they have the dream about each other and then they go searching for each other. But they keep missing each other because they're each looking for each other in a different spot and like just missing each other. I like that. Oh, that's Uh, And they're not sure why they're drawn to each other or at least Niall has no idea. And Andy, of course, knows. But he just she just keeps like thinking that she knows where she's going to be. And Niall's like, I know where she's going to be. Yeah. Uh, that could be kind of fun. I like and the I like the know. misconnection idea, especially because you could play it up over centuries if you wanted. Yeah, that could be. <laughs> like, fun. It could be. Uh, have Have either of you seen the most recent season of What We Do in the Shadows? Yes, because she's got uh, that boyfriend uh, that keeps getting yes. reincarnated, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> allegedly, <laughs> and she's like, "Oh, I found him again." Now that he, like, it could be kind of like that, where you know they meet up every like two hundred years, and then. Yeah. They're, they're torn away from each other again and they have to find their way back to each other and they have a blissful reunion. But it's also funny somehow. Yeah, it's the yeah, old it's misconnection. Funny somehow. Hmm? The old misconnection. Yeah, mm. but it's also still an action movie because they are still warriors. It's called so Mist Con Action. Mist Con Action. Interesting. Yeah, which is Interesting. also about an old computer video game breaking I was the law. Just gonna, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Riven, <laughs> sequel to Miscon Action. Honestly, Riven could have been one of the characters' names in this movie. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Oh, Would for not sure. A, Copley, Merrick, Nile, Riven, Booker, Nikki, Andy. Which one is the lie? <laughs> you tell me, listeners. Uh, 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 did you say a lie? Now I'm like, I thought See, all of those names were in the movie. <laughs> I said Riven, but it fits you said so Riven. well. Did you? Yes. yes. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? <laughs> it just it just glided right through my ears. I know. Um, much like the score to the game Riven, the sequel to Miss. <laughs> wow, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> no, so I, I think the old like historical fiction between them would be very nice, be very good. They could be fun, yeah. But again, <laughs> the pairing... I, I think I'm I'm casting my vote with, with Bonds, Merrick and the nurse. I think we turn it a little bit and maybe now, the now, I don't think I think she might be a doctor and not a nurse. Yeah. That's a good point. I I miss I misspoke the first time. Yeah, okay. you know, yeah. But Merrick I also don't know one hundred percent for sure. Yeah. She could just be a scientist. Let's say scientist. Yeah, because either way she doesn't have a doctorate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's either way she is a scientist. Because she's doing experiments, so it doesn't matter what yeah. she is. She's a scientist. We don't know her. Type. You know, her job doesn't define her. Yeah, no. Merrick and the person we don't know the name of because <laughs> she's not named. She probably Thanks, she probably has a name. I'm sure she does. I don't know. I'm sure she does. But care. like the one time she's referenced is when Merrick says, "Well, she needs them alive," and they don't even say her name. So honestly, I'm not sure if she has a name or not. Uh, I have it right now. Her name is Doctor Meta Kozak. Meta Kozak. M E T A. Last name Kozak. K O Z A K. Her first name is Meta? Yeah. No, her first wow. name is Dr. Meta Kozak. Dr. Meta. So she is a doctor. And she's Meta. Wow, that's amazing. She's very uh, meta. That sucks. <laughs> that's yeah. a bad name Cool. They're just hoping nobody's going to look that up, right? I, I'm right. sure they were. I'm sure. Oh, my God. Guys, I'm, I'm sorry. I have to stop the show for a second right. because I was just looking at IMDb and. Uh, one of the people in this film is a character named Jean-Pierre, uh, which I believe was his son who was dying in the hospital <gasps> nice. when he has that whole scene where he's telling that story about, mm-hmm. and I think it's the guy who played that. Uh, his photo on IMDb is uh, very strange. What the fuck? <laughs> um, that's his default photo. Uh, From he, Ghost Whisper in 2005. I honestly can't tell what he's doing. In this photo. Okay, what's it? Wait, hold on. What? Uh, here, let me pull his name. It's I got Orlando Seal, like seal, like the animal, but with an e at the end. Orlando Bloom. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> C full cast. 
Jean-Pierre Orlando Seal. Oh, <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> like, Why? Just, what is that for? He's like sawing something. Is that a saw? Oh, that is a saw. Yeah, like on a yeah. late show. What's he doing? It's, it's from the Ghost Whisperer, apparently. That, uh, he was a French chef on Pennyworth, that show about Alfred <laughs> What the fuck? Wow. This is my new favorite Amazing. act. What's funny is he was born in London, but he seems to play a lot of French characters. Uh, sometimes you're just named Jean-Pierre and you can't do anything about it. You just can't. You just can't do a damn thing. Uh, okay, so sorry to derail the show, That's, but I just had to really call okay. attention to Orlando Seal's incredible <laughs> IMDb photo. I really appreciate that you did. Uh, we should probably do another context, I guess. <laughs> oh, this is a new one. This is one we've come up with before. I'm very excited. Oh, no. And it actually kind of works. It, it could work in the fiction. Who in this movie is the Zodiac Killer? Oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 oh shit, yes. Oh, I'm so glad that this came up. Um, this. <laughs> I'm glad you asked. Uh, (laughs) someone out there's like finally the crack in the case wide open it was a character from the the old guard (laughs) Jake Gyllenhaal will finally get his answer he'll finally know peace he's sitting at home watching Netflix he's like shit I found them they were from the movie from the future 2020's the old guard on Netflix (laughs) All of Jake Gyllenhaal's career since the movie Zodiac has been his unfinished business and having not followed the fin- uh, solved the Zodiac killing. And as soon as they figure it out, he will fade into nothing. Yeah, he will. After he looks him in the eye. He'll become part with the universe. What? Yeah. After he looks him in the eye. <laughs> yes, that'll be, what, that'll be what triggers it. Wow. Uh, I think uh, a great candidate is Booker. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's a snake. He's 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 mm-hmm. he's snake-like. He is snake-like. He does behave snake-like, snakely. Um, the word snake-like, by the way, also makes me think of. Always makes me think of my favorite character from the movie Aladdin, Jafar, because of his iconic line. Perhaps you'd like to see how snake-like I can be, and he d- and he turns into <laughs> a snake, and that that just bangs, man. It's so good. Yeah, it bangs pretty hard. Yeah. Thanks, David. Jeremy Irons. I really appreciate you reminding me of that. <laughs> it really means a lot to me. Wait a minute! I just had a that. huge moment of self doubt. Did Jeremy Irons uh, play Jeremy Scar? Jeremy Irons was. I was no, gonna say. Jeremy I was gonna ask. <laughs> yeah, fuck. Yeah, he played. Fuck. Jeremy Irons did play Scar. He did not play Jafar. And I'm just no, stating I am facts curious about, about who Jeremy did play Irons. Jafar. Well, I guess we can find out. In the meantime, I'm gonna talk more about how Jeremy Irons bangs. Oh, it was, uh, it was, uh, his name is, uh, his name is Jonathan Freeman, and he's a voice actor. <laughs> well, and that's yeah. his, his main credit is playing Jafar. Shit, man, that's a pretty good life. His second credit is Ticket Taker in The Producers. Oh, the, Ticket Taker. The 2005 version. That was the villain of The Producers, was Ticket Taker. He's like a yeah, mega the, man. The boss. Ticket Taker. <laughs> Uh, where Mega Man starts shooting tickets at people. Yeah, exactly. Oh, his credit in a movie called The Hoax is uh, Thick Voice. <laughs> <laughs> That's my Metal Gear Solid name. <laughs> oh, dear me. Oh, dear God. Uh, Zodiac your, Metal Gear Solid name, your, your Metal Gear Solid name is, is an adjective you would do, use to describe your favorite pet Okay. okay. and uh, your favorite physical feature about yourself ooh little butt (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's pretty good Uh, that's very good yep how about you Bon what was the parameters for the first one it was it was it was an adjective to describe your pet or your favorite pet okay Uh, fluffy knee Fluffy knee. Yeah, I like fluffy my left knee. knee. Actually, that's <laughs> fluffy left knee is pretty good. Fluffy too. left knee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, wow. this is nothing. Yeah, Let's keep nothing, going. Yeah. Um, Who in this uh, movie is is the Zodiac killer? The Zodiac killer. See, I think when we conceived of this context, we were thinking of something like 
innocuous like a movie where people don't murder each other <laughs> um so it's a little bit harder in a movie where there is killing involved but but, but i think there's an argument to be made that in in one of their lives in the past they were the zodiac killer like they've done a lot it's physically possible that they were and maybe what this movie is positing is that killing all those people was somehow net good thing i'm not saying it's a good well i was gonna say maybe just for a while they're like well maybe this is how we'll find the next immortal person (laughs) (laughs) just keep killing people and just seeing if it takes yeah yeah and i'm gonna figure out who's immortal and just keep stabbing them and it just didn't work it's great. They found so many people. <laughs> and the ones that died were just like, well, sorry. Well, it was yeah. worth it. <laughs> yeah, you know, to make an omelet. Yeah. You know, if every you pork gotta chop, murder some folks. You gotta kill some eggs. If every pork chop were perfect, were you about to say if every pork chop were perfect, we wouldn't have hot dogs? Yeah. I uh, was. Have you been watching Steven uh, Universe? Well, I have been, if even the last four years means have been yes good because i rewatched the finale the other day oh it's I pure it's so, so good we actually just watched uh steven universe future recently because that just got out of the hbo max oh hell yeah and yeah, it's yeah. pretty good i loved it okay it's, very, it's it's a bit different what it's... about i think honestly what's the guy's name that's his like private security detail head guy his name is keen Keen? Keen? Like Commander Keen? No, like the band Keen. Oh, nice. The Not the game Commander Keen, but by the band the band Keen. Okay, yeah, I picture the, him now as Commander the Keen is K E E N E and Damn. the band Keen is K E A N E. Nice. <clears throat> and yeah, I can just I just know those things <laughs> for some <laughs> dumb reason. That guy I've never though, played Commander that Keen. Guy, though. He's got a darkness behind his eyes that is oh, yeah. larger and deeper than other darknesses in this movie. A lot of people in this movie have a big pool of Zodiac Killer behind their eyes, but this guy's is the true well. I think he's got the look. and He's he's killed so many folks, and I think he loves it, and I think maybe he loved it so much, and then he got away with it when Jake Gyllenhaal couldn't get him, and he was like, what's the best job I could get where I could just kill people and nobody will care? Oh, I'll work for Mark Zuckerberg or whatever that guy's name is. Well, and the Zodiac did tend to kill lovers, at least at the beginning, and he was, like, really dead set on killing the two, uh, uh, what are their names again? Nikki and... Nikki and, and Joe. Joe. Yeah. Nikki and Joe, yeah. So, yeah, you're right. The classic ancient warrior. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> from the Crusades era. <laughs> My old pals, Nikki and Joe from the Crusades. <laughs> um, yeah, that's, uh, yeah, that's a fair, that's actually, oof, that's tough, because yeah. he does seem the most evil inherently i would say here's a theory maybe quinn is the zodiac killer she managed to get out of the ocean way earlier than we see before the credits that's why she's she looks all put together or whatever she's been out there in the world getting that zodiac killer uh, money so maybe she Maybe she's the one who was doing the thing we were talking about Trying before. to find another <laughs> immortal. Nobody just killing nope. a bunch of... Nope. Because she's crazy. Yeah. She was at the bottom of the ocean. She doesn't know. Yeah, she doesn't know. She yeah, know. just because so. you can regenerate doesn't mean you're impervious to insanity. So Exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's a really good one. Do you think she froze at the bottom of the ocean and they pulled her out like Captain America? Yes. <laughs> and, like, thought her out. Or, Absolutely. Or, or Avatar Hank. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we're hanging after. Yes, exactly. Um, so yeah, she could. She, that could be a possibility. Yeah, and she was just roaming around trying to find more immortal people. But because she's uh, loose, she doesn't have a grasp on reality. She's like, I don't know. I'll just shoot them. Maybe she can't even tell the difference between people anymore because the whole time she was in that cage, it had a face, and she had a face, and she thought about that too much, and now she has face blindness because that's how you get face blindness. <laughs> <laughs> you you want to get face blindness? That's how you get face blindness. <laughs> Listen, look up, kids. <laughs> if you don't want to get face blindness, don't get put in a coffin in the bottom of the ocean. It's that such has a, a hole sad for a face. little face on it. Why was it so sad? Yeah. I, don't I mean, know. I think Maybe I know the answer me. to that question. <laughs> what I also like is that it was the European witch trials, which went on for a long time, but I don't think we're ever like. I don't know. I don't know how many English villages had enough money 
to make those uh, make a gigantic cast iron yeah, that's coffin with a, like a giant like ang- like sad face on it yeah, to put theatrical. a witch inside of to bury at the bottom of the ocean. Yeah, like that's, that's a very specific thing yeah. to have on. That's hand. that's precious metal. You're never getting back. <laughs> but genuinely, yeah. it, is, no, it is. It's a lot, and it's so shaped. It's so ornate. You're absolutely yeah. right. There are two possibilities to this mystery, and we need to get to the bottom of this right now. Much like she got to the bottom of something else. If you know what I mean. <laughs> Probably the Mariana's Trench. Hey, nice. They hey, aimed it perfectly. She... They drove to over the top of the Mariana Trench because they knew where it they was. Drove? They drove? They drove. They drove over there. the top of the Mariana Trench. <laughs> the other, so they had two valuable... David? <laughs> Christian, David. let me finish. Kanye, get out of here. So they, they had two valuable things in the village. They had, and they were both gifts from foreign kingdoms. One was this amazing ornate coffin with a sad face on it. The other one was a duck boat that they could drive out onto the water. And they took that thing and drove out right over the Mariana Trench and they dropped it right down and they nailed it and they all high-fived and they were like, well, we'll never have to deal with witches again. (laughs) Whenever I hear duck boat, I think of those like swan boats, like the paddle boats that you can rent at like the beach. uh, Anyway, but yeah, that's a good theory. No, um, her being the Zodiac Killer is actually awesome. It's fun. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know why it's fun, but it's fun. Yeah, everything about the Zodiac Killer is fun. Exactly. Everything about it. The Z stands uh, for zany. <laughs> As we know, Zodiac was an acronym. Zodiac. <laughs> it was for z- uh, zany, old, devil. Zany old devil is a clown. Zany old devil. Hang on. Zany old devil. No. I am comrade. <laughs> Zany. Zany old devil. I am comrade. <laughs> Zany old devil. I am comrade. And who might you be? I'm his audience. Wait, wait, wait. Or it's... <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Zany Ogre down in uh, California. In yes, uh, yes, California. Yes, yes. In uh, California. <laughs> That's the A. In uh, California. Because Zodic wouldn't have made sense. Zodac. <laughs> they couldn't no, just call him Zodic. Yeah. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> wow, that's pretty good. I do think that Zodiac Zany was initially. Devil, I am <laughs> It initially was a, a big diss on one of my favorite actors, uh, Mr. Denzel Washington. It was Zany Hold Denzel is a clown. <laughs> oh. It was a diss track, but it got it got kind of <laughs> kind of mixed up, and then he started. The naming of this serial killer was a diss track <laughs> on Denzel Washington. <laughs> Guys, I think we might have lost the plot on this, on yeah, this what uh, context a bit. It's, it's because we Zodiac solved it. Killer. It's because it's Quinn. That's true. She was it's because we solved who the Zodiac Killer is. Yeah. You're right. That's the, the problem. Zodiac Killer. Right, Zany so. old Denzel <laughs> is a clown. Zany old devil, I am comrade. <laughs> I am comrade. I, oof. If I could get a t-shirt made. <laughs> Zodiac. Zany old devil, I am comrade. <laughs> Um, it's kind of like Yoda speak yeah. in that construction. Zany old devil, I am comrade. <laughs> Yoda calling right. people comrades right. is so juicy. Wow. Do or do not. There is no try, comrade. See, <laughs> mm, means of production you will seize now. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, well, boys, <laughs> yeah, we did another one, huh? <laughs> there goes another one. <laughs> we sure done did it. Oh, my God. Thank you, folks, so much for listening to Contextual Deviants. We have been having a grand old time here talking about the old guard. Uh, and uh, we thank you so much for listening. Uh, let's do some plugs. Matthew, do you have anything you would like to plug this time around? Uh, I am at, um, ah, screw it. Don't even go to Twitter. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Um, Twitter, Twitter these days is just like, it's just hell. Yeah. It's just hell. Um, but a uh, bit of pop culture I'd like to recommend. Uh, I recently just got into Ted Lasso on Apple TV Plus. Uh, and I am very upset with Apple TV Plus for having actually very, very good content. Seriously. Uh, because I wanted to hate it or just ignore it. I want to be able to ignore it is really the thing. 
But uh, between Mythic Quest and Ted Lasso now, uh, I, I just, I can't. Like, Ted it's, Lasso is genuinely, I wanted to, like, I don't know, I was just not excited about watching it. Mm-hmm. So Ted Lasso, can you describe the plot a little bit? Uh, yeah, so it's a college, uh, like a second tier uh, college football coach gets hired to manage a soccer club in the UK, or a football club in the UK, uh, by a woman who's actually just trying to get back at her ex-husband by torpedoing that football club club and making sure that it fails wow. uh, because that's her husband's like favorite mo- most precious thing and she wants to ruin it her uh, ex-husband's because uh, he cheated on her in a very gross public way um, and like that's just like the basic premise but Ted Lasso is like this almost like Mr. Rogers type where he's just so positive and affirming that everybody's cynicism just bounces right off him Aww. and it's it's so good but like in like a, I've never seen anything quite like it I, 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 and I mentioned this when we were watching it. There were there were moments that remind me of like when you watch a Robert Downey Jr. movie and he always throws in some snarky comment that like takes down whoever he's talking to him no matter what it is they said in every scene. He has that, but it's the exact opposite emotionally where he's building them up mm-hmm. in some way or says something that's just like really genuinely nice that is also somehow really fucking funny. <laughs> um and Jason Sudeikis plays Ted Lasso uh, as this, like, southern dude with a mustache who is just the nicest fucking guy in the world, but not in a cloying way. Like, I've never seen a show that has this tone played this way. Um, it's not like a kid's show. There's a lot of swearing in it. But, <clears throat> um, but it's also, like, it's just genuinely kind and also, yeah. like, I don't know. I was laughing my ass off. It's I highly recommend it, and it really also pisses me off that it's on Apple TV Plus, yep. <laughs> making it the second show I've seen on Apple TV Plus that I desperately want to recommend to people, yep. but can't because fuck Apple. <laughs> <sighs> but yeah, it's uh, it's it's just very good. It's it's the kind of hug that I think we all sort of need right now. Yeah, it's the kind of show that I wish I could tell everyone to watch. Yeah. Like that's that's what I hate about it being sequestered yeah. into a streaming service that no if, one has. If you have bought, if you have purchased an Apple product within the last year, though, you get Apple TV Plus free for a year. So oh. if you did that, go ahead and enjoy it because that's how I'm doing it. Yeah, highly recommend nice. that show. Ted Lasso, very good show. Uh, David, do you have anything you would like to plug? Sure, man. I'm, I'm on. Good. Okay, cool, great. Yeah, no, I do. Good. Yes, I, oh, I'm on oh, another God. show. It's called the Hypotheticast. We've been having a nice time recording remotely and having some games and some jokes. We recently had a a special friend on the show named Adel Rafai, which was a huge treat. Like, wait, you guys had Adel Rafai? Too much of a treat. You fucking tell me we that. We sure did. It came out last Wednesday, uh, and it was a wonderful pleasure and i still don't actually believe that it happened uh but it was so fun holy shit dude i had to try to not talk about it for a while because i was like oh like what if it doesn't work or like you know i don't know maybe like something will go wrong and all the files will get deleted because we recorded it like a month in advance and then it came out and i was like oh i yep here it is (laughs) wow man yeah that's a big get i'm really uh i'm really happy for you dude it was fun to be fair, on the down though, he's been on a lot of podcasts. <laughs> he's really like he had know, a, he had a period, like, but still, it was still really fun and really cool to like it's still really cool meet him and have him on the show. Yeah, it was awesome. So check that one out because he's a joy, and so are we. Ba bam. Yeah. That's delightful. What about uh, yeah. Christian? Do you have anything that you would like to play? <laughs> Oh, me. Oh, um, I'm deeply apologetic about that whole thing. I'm owning it. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. I needed that support. Um, (laughs) yeah, I, I am, uh, I'm still making a playlist on Spotify. Uh, Bow Bridges was the last one that I started, um, but I have been updating some other old ones. Um, Bow Bridges, of course, being my playlist about songs that have really great bridges in them. <laughs> um, uh, so that's still going on. If you want to look me up on Spotify, I've got a fuck ton of playlists there. Uh, making more on the reg. Otherwise, I also have a pop culture recommendation. Uh, so I would like to recommend that people check out Class Action Park. It's a documentary on HBO about a, uh, a water park slash 
Just general uh, amusement park kind of? Just general amusement park yeah. in New Jersey that had famously lax uh, rules and uh, safety guidelines and uh, was pretty much just wet hot American summer in in amusement park form in terms of how uh, just shitty the people running it were about yes. paying attention to the kids. Uh, and so it's very fun and very silly. And I talked to a lot of people who were involved in the park, a lot of people who went there, a couple comedians, uh, Chris Gethard is in there. Oh shit. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's a good time. Uh, and then, you know, you know, there were other things about the park that weren't so good and they do address those, which is good. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, but it's, 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 uh, it's a very good documentary. It's a, it's a fun, breezy little watch. Yeah. I would recommend to anybody. I think I misheard you because what I heard was it's a fun, greasy little watch. Is that Not true? Inaccurate. Okay. Uh, I think I, I said breezy. However, it is it's also greasy. pretty greasy. Yeah. <laughs> to be out, it's New Jersey in the eighties. Okay. It's pretty greasy. <laughs> I, I did used to. I think that's probably because I used to sell time pieces at the local market, and I would uh, sometimes call them nice greasy little watches and i think maybe that's still stuck in my head gary payton (laughs) (laughs) all right we will be back again next time with something completely different it's good to be back good to have good to have this going again i'm excited to start posting these again um in the meantime that just leaves us with one question it's the same question i ask every time so Mm. folks who've listened before will definitely know the question that i'm about to ask is a consistent bit on the show it's a bit uh you know to peel back the curtain a bit it's how we've chosen to end every episode if you haven't listened before this is how it goes every time just so you know Uh, every single time every episode i end the episode by asking the following question it's not always this obnoxious and it's not always this obnoxious although it (laughs) usually sometimes is david (laughs) Do you have any final thoughts you'd like to leave us with? The final consumer prolongs the nose next to doomed silver. (laughs) (laughs) Is that the plot of the next Pirates movie? (laughs) Sure is. (laughs) Thank you for listening to Contextual Deviance. You can find more information about us online at our website, contextualdeviance.wordpress.com. You can tweet at us at textdeviance. You can email us at contextualdeviance at gmail.com. Thanks to Minneapolis' own The Batman for the use of their song Gun Tonic off the album Ain't Clean. This has been Contextual Deviance. My name is Christian Hagen, and have a nice day. Have a nice day!